Hey there, I'm Julie, and this is the Married to Addiction podcast. If you're here, then you're probably what I call my secret sister. We're in a situation we never asked to be in and fighting a battle we never wanted to fight. We're women who are married to an alcoholic, and it affects every inch of our lives. If that sounds like you, then I want you to know that this is a safe place for you to land. Married to Addiction is a faith-based podcast where I'll help you find the tools and strength you need to navigate your husband's addiction without losing yourself in the process. So please subscribe and tune in as often as you're able. Because your husband's recovery is important, but so is yours. Before we get started today, I wanted to make sure that you knew about my free on-demand workshop that's available right now that's called Five Steps to Breakthrough for the Wife of an Alcoholic. This workshop came about because I remember when my husband was deep in the throes of addiction and I would hear things like, I needed to accept the things I can't change and set boundaries and detach with love and all of those concepts. And I remember thinking, there's no way that I can do those things in the midst of this craziness that I'm dealing with right now. And that's not the kind of help I'm looking for. But what I learned after that is that there was actually more to those things than I realized. And there was actually a couple extra steps that came before them that no one was talking about, but that once I learned to do those things, it changed everything and it made those things seem much easier to do. And I realized how beneficial they actually were. So in this free workshop, I'm going to share those steps with you. They are steps that bring relief, peace, and healing. This workshop's available for you on demand, so you can listen to it whenever you'd like. You don't have to sign up for a specific time, and I would absolutely love for you to go grab that if you haven't already. It's on my website, MarriedToAddiction.com, and you just want to look for the tab that says Free Workshop. I hope to see you there. Hey there, it's Julie. Welcome to Episode 11 of the Married to Addiction podcast. Today's episode is called The Difference Between Detaching and Abandonment, and I wanted to do this one today because this is something that I really struggled with when my husband was in active addiction, and I continuously see other wives of alcoholics also having this um, the struggle with this and misunderstanding and mis- misconceptions around the uh, concept of detachment. So I wanted to talk about this today. I rejected the concept of detachment for a really long time because I was really confused by it and thought it was cruel at the time. I was thinking to myself, why when my husband is in this state where he needs me the most, why in the world would I detach from him while he's going through this? And how is that even possibly going to help? To me, it kind of felt like I was saying to him, um, you know, sorry that your life is in a shambles, but I'm going to be over here working on my life and you can just figure it out. You know, I felt like it was abandonment. I didn't feel like it was detaching. I felt like it was just being very cold. And I wanted to share with you today how I ended up reframing it in my mind to where it really made sense to me. So some of the common misconceptions that I hear around detachment, you know, is just that, that you are completely detaching from the person emotionally, that you're cutting off, you know, you're basically like putting a wall between you and your husband. You're cutting off your feelings. You're cutting off, you know, all all um, emotion and just basically completely just detaching. Like you're just, you know, putting a huge, a huge wall or drawing a line in the sand between the two of you that just can't be crossed. And I want to, like I said, kind of reframe that for you because 
what we're what we're really wanting to do when we're detaching and and it's called detach with love for a reason and again i didn't understand how that could even be a thing until i started thinking about it this way what we're what we're needing to detach from and what we're wanting to detach from is the addiction and our obsession with the addiction so if you're like me if your husband is in active alcoholism you are probably trying to fix it you're probably trying to control it. You're probably trying to figure it out. You're probably trying to do whatever you can do to change it and to just, you know, correct the problem because it's such a painful problem in your life. You're probably making it an idol in your life. I know it sure was for me. There wasn't much else that mattered in my life at that point, at that time when my husband was in active addiction than him getting sober. Like that was really the only thing that I cared about. And I was fixated on it. I was letting it control my life. So that is what we're wanting to detach ourselves from. And that is different than closing yourself off from your husband emotionally. This can be really, really hard to do if you are trying to stay in control. Because if you are staying in that pattern of being so wrapped up in the addiction and trying to fix it and trying to change it and, you know, marking the bottles and following him and checking receipts and, you know, threatening and doing all the fighting and doing all the things that comes with, you know, codependency basically and letting this obsession with alcohol and with his addiction control you, if you are staying in that spot, it's really hard to detach because that's who you that's who you are right now like you you are the addiction you are obsessed with it you are you know you you're just as addicted to his addiction as he is to the alcohol and so if you stay in that spot it's it's almost impossible to detach in a healthy way once you learn to set that down and once you realize that that's unhealthy and once you realize that that's not helping anybody and that that's not going to fix the situation and most importantly that god is in charge of fixing your husband not you detaching is much easier because what you're basically doing is you're now realizing this is between my husband and the lord and i'm setting this down at his feet to fix it it's not my responsibility to fix it so that right there is detaching. You've detached from the addiction. You've detached from the way that it's affecting your life. You've detached from the obsession and the, the feeling of panic that you stay in 24-7. And you've realized that it's God's. You're giving it to God. The other thing that can really help with detachment, and this is going to sting a little bit, but I want you to know that when you are in fix-it mode and in controlling mode. And I am raising my hand that I am I was right there with you for so long. I was right there with you, especially because I'm a control freak by nature and a fixer and a planner. And, you know, whenever there's been a problem in my life, I've just been, or, you know, even the life of somebody else close to me, I've just kind of been like, okay, let's, let's figure out a solution. What can we do? How can we fix this? That has been my MO for as long as I can remember. And so, of course, for me, it was totally natural with this to just, okay, I'm just going to figure it out. Let's just figure out how I can get him sober. And now being on the other side of it, I realized that I couldn't. Like there, there's nothing that I, that I could have done that would have fixed it. 
So that's once you once you realize that you're getting in the way by being that way, that's a big one. You are hindering your husband's recovery and you are getting in the way of God being able to work in his life. That was a really huge light bulb for me. You know, I I kind of felt like at at the end of it when I came to the end of myself and that day that you probably heard me talk about when I was in the shower standing under a water as hot as I could stand, just absolutely at the end of my rope, at the end of myself, just so just tapped out. Like I had nothing left, you guys. When I tell you I had nothing left, I had nothing left. I was physically sick. I was mentally sick. I was spiritually sick. I was just, I had nothing more. Once I got to that point and I was in that shower that day and I was screaming at the top of my lungs at God, not calling out to God, but screaming at God out of anger and frustration and just not even knowing what 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 else to do, where else to go, where he was. I just was screaming to God, help us. Help us. Like I didn't I had nothing left. I had nothing left. And once I got to that point, I realized that I had been getting in the way. You know, it was almost as if God was like, I've been waiting for you to hand this over to me. You know, I've been waiting for you to trust me. I've been waiting to see your faith. I've been waiting to, to, for you to give this problem over to me. You know, this is not yours to carry, my child. This is not your burden. <laughs> and I had held it and carried it for so long. And I was getting in the way because my, the Lord was probably trying to work in my husband's life throughout that whole time. But my voice in my husband's ear was so much louder than God's voice in his ear because mine was the one who was num, 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 all the time. And so how do I expect for the Lord to be working in my husband's life and in his heart and in his mind and convicting him and trying to change him when I wouldn't shut up long enough for him to even be able to hear God? That's where I was. And I, and I, after I realized that, I just was like, okay, it's not my burden. It's not mine to fix. And I gave it over to God. And that's when everything changed. It wasn't instantaneous, but that was a real crucial turning point in my life and in my husband's life. So that's a big part of detachment because when you realize that you're getting in the way, when you realize that you're hindering your husband's recovery, when you realize that God is in charge of fixing it and you are not in charge of, of fixing it, then detachment is a lot easier because now it's not like I'm having to set something down that I really want to keep hold of. And it's just, it feels impossible to put this down because I, I want it. I need, I need to have control of this. You're, you're realizing that you don't need to have control of it, you don't want to have control of it, that it's doing damage for you to try to keep control of it, it's way easier to set it down then, right? So I hope that that helps to reframe it for you a little bit. That was so monumental for me when I figured those things out and just being able to look at it from a completely different place of I'm detaching from the addiction. I'm detaching from my obsession with the, the addiction. I'm detaching from my need to fix the addiction. I'm detaching from trying to rely on myself and not giving God his place in this. That felt so much easier to me and felt like it made so much more sense 
than the way that I was originally framing it in my mind of I'm abandoning my husband emotionally when he needs me the most, which is absolutely not the case. So I hope that's been helpful for you. I do want to mention that there are some situations where detaching from the person is also warranted. If you are in any sort of an abusive situation, physical, emotional, mental, verbal, if you are in a situation like that, then it is probably warranted to also detach from the person, whether that be physically, you know, however it has to go for you to get yourself safe, then that is what you need to do. So the examples that I gave earlier were, you know, from my own personal experience where my husband was not doing any of those things. So my detachment was more from the addiction instead of really needing to detach from him as a person. But if you are being abused in any way, shape, or form, it's going to look a little bit different for you. So I just wanted to throw that out there and let you know that there are times when that is also warranted. So hopefully that's been helpful for you. I I just really, it was such a light bulb moment for me. I just really wanted to talk about this with you and kind of overcome some of the misconceptions that I see regularly and even ones that I had myself. And once you learn that detachment is not only in your best interest, but in your husband's best, best interest, it makes it a lot easier. So I hope that's been helpful for you. As always, thank you so much for being here and I'll see you next time. Hey, I just wanted to take a quick second to thank you so much for being here and for listening to the Married to Addiction podcast. I really hope that it's blessing you. If you are enjoying the podcast, can I ask you a quick favor? Would you go and leave either a rating, a review, or maybe even both on your favorite podcast platform so that other people can find the podcast? When a podcast is new, a lot of times the ratings and reviews is what helps push it out to more people. And I would love to get this out to as many of us secret sisters as possible. And you could definitely help me with that by going and leaving a rating or review. Thank you so much for your help with this. And thanks again for listening.